Hey everybody, so before we jump into today's podcast, I just wanted to A, thank you guys, give you a little bit of a reminder. If you enjoy this content, however you're watching it, consuming it, please like, follow, subscribe, whatever you gotta do, comment on it. If you can, leave us a review. It really helps us out and it can help grow our platform and reach more people. And if you know someone that can benefit from this, please share it with them. If you have a question, if you wanna reach out to us, let us know. And then lastly, we have all of our amazing programs, courses, and coaching available in the resources below. So check that out. Definitely take advantage of it. We have everything from free options all the way up to paid programs and everything in between to fit pretty much anyone's budget. And it's just a matter of how customized it's going to be based on the price point. So there's really something for everybody. Thank you guys. Let's get on into the episode. Yeah, fighters. What's going on, everybody? Mike here. It's Saturday on day six of our 30-day blog adventure. When I say our 30-day, really it's mine, but it's for you guys. So I say it's ours. We're a team over here, right? At least I like to think so. So hopefully you guys are on board with that. Um episode 72 of the podcast and since it was saturday it was kind of like a little bit more of an intense week mainly because i switched gears with training from my typical acceleration strength and training protocol with my kickboxing um to pulling out my acceleration protocol this week and just focusing on f45 classes which is more uh high intensity interval training cardiovascular challenge they do have strength movements in there and they do even have a strength day called panthers on thursday which i did and with all those movements you guys can check obviously the google docs file that i've been putting in the blog posts um, to see the workouts every day both my morning uh and night workouts and yeah, towards the end of the week, I've been feeling a little bit more sore. So a one thing that ends up happening, guys, and I, I'll try not to go too far into a tangent about this. We've talked about it in the past and I'll probably keep bringing it up in other ways is soreness and uh, the feeling of soreness the next day or the day after anything like that isn't a direct correlation to the effectiveness of the workout. A majority of the time, and I really don't even know if I should say a majority of the time, but what's happening is it's not just a muscular and physiological response. There's a neurological response that's happening. So let's say we're using a new movement pattern, or let's even say I've, I've done certain movement patterns before. I've done a squat, deadlift, bench press. I've done lunges. I've done burpees. I've done box jumps. But let's say I've gone through a periodization program and my body's gotten acclimated and adjusted to whatever program. Let's take my uh, acceleration strength program. We have an upper body and a lower body split, breaking that up two days. Uh, I like to do usually two days in a row, take a day off and then bang out another two days or at least having four workouts in one week. Now, with these workouts, what we tend to do is we'll go through two to six week cycles of getting new programs, implementing them, getting stronger or faster depending on what the focus of those workouts are and then we'll shift up a new workout what always tends to happen is the new introduction of a workout tends to get the most uh, neurological response and obviously a greater soreness response so a lot of times what ends up happening is not that one all of a sudden one workout is better than the other what ends up happening is that there's new neurological synapses firing or they may even be pathways that have already been developed. They just haven't been used in a long time. Think of a road. I always make the analogy to a dirt road and you're going off-roading. The more you run that road and the more you use that road, it's 
making it a little bit more uniformed and concrete and established, okay? So it's a clear pathway. And the clearer the pathway is when we bring it back to the body, the faster it fires. And then ultimately what we can get out of it is actually more muscle recruitment. So with that being said, when we're going through a new neurological pathway, a pathway we haven't used in a while, it's firing these neurons and it's firing this area and the muscle contractions in a way it hasn't done before. So that's where a lot of that soreness can come from. Obviously, soreness is lactic acid and there's other factors coming into play there. But you have to keep in mind that just because you're sore doesn't necessarily mean it was a good or a bad workout. It's just there's something happening in your body, whether it's a new movement or you just pushed it beyond a certain level of comfort zone. So just kind of keep that in mind. And that was something that I was kind of experiencing this week because I ended up shifting a lot of the movements. And at F45, they're really hit-based training. And um, as much as I love hit-based training and I do integrate it into my training. Recently, I've been focusing more on structural balance, uh, strength development, power development, translating that into performance for fighting. And I've been using my skill training in fighting and, and kickboxing for my actual conditioning and interval training, believe it or not, which has been very effective. One thing I was actually having a conversation with, with uh, my buddy Johnny, um, who shout out to Johnny. Recently won his first uh, MMA title, many to come. I'm excited for you, John. John Blongiardo. Keep that name in mind for many reasons. And that's a shout-out to the Red Boy days. Red Boy is my first Brazilian jiu-jitsu school and uh, met Johnny there, met a bunch of great people. And when I look back at the people that I trained with, a majority of them not only are continuously still training and fighting competing, but a lot of them are um, champions, title holders, medalists, and doing amazing things with their career and their just lives outside of even the combat side of it. They've just grown and developed as people. So it's awesome to see how much of an influence martial arts has on people's lives. And that's why I'm so passionate about what life of a fighter is and what we're trying to do with the idea of what's your fight and kind of that idea. Everyone has a fight. It doesn't necessarily have to be in a ring or a cage. It could be anything. And that's something that I want to use martial arts, health and fitness to be able to convey that to people and make an impact on people's lives, no matter what your fight is. I personally believe, and there's a lot of people with me, I'm not the only one, but just this is my personal belief on this one. I can't speak for anyone else that health and fitness can really affect pretty much any fight that you may have, whether it's performance-based, whether it's health, whether it's uh, relationships, whether it's addiction, whether it's some kind of uh, medical condition, disease, obviously health is going to play a role in that, but it goes beyond just taking medication. It's how do you live your life? with the mind body connection how does that all come in together and so on and so forth so that's something i'm really passionate about anyways bringing it back around without again i thought i wasn't going on too much of a tangent looks like i am um yeah so now this week i decided to a it's also partially because i'm still finding a home gym here but also i want to give my body a break because one thing i was talking to johnny about is when we're doing hard training because one thing he one thing I've noticed about him particularly is that he'll get a lot of his conditioning done with live rolling, live sparring, and pushing the pace there, which I 100% agree with. And I know there's tons of fighters out there that do that. I do it myself. Now, the one thing I like to keep in mind is what's the balance and ratio of risk to reward? And what I mean by that is when we're sparring, especially combat, but like, you know, not just wrestling. Wrestling, I've actually gotten decent amount of injuries in in jiu-jitsu but i find the most injuries are going to be in mma sparring live hard rolls 
and obviously kickboxing sparring especially if you're working in Muay Thai clinching and all that good stuff and the reason being is the whole goal of combat sports is to either knock the person unconscious or put them to sleep or snap a limb with that being said obviously when you're trying to do that with resistance you're going to face some potential injuries whether it's just a simple and again that's where good training partners come into play but even the best training partners um if you're successful at what you do and you catch someone with a strike or you catch them with a submission the potential of injury uh and risk there is is always going to be there and in my opinion it's greater than what's going to be in the strength room or in the weight room or on the track or in the pool or in any other kind of uh conditioning environment that we can put you in now this is not to say i am against sparring and training and conditioning that way that's the complete opposite of my thoughts but i think there needs to be a healthy balance of going live and hard and pushing the pace and in fight camps i think there has to be a a higher amount of that and there's a place where we start to pull it back obviously getting closer to a fight where we kind of peak at the right moment but since that's part of it that's why I like to kind of I want to take this week because I was I had a little bit of a, a hip issue with my labrum. My body was feeling it, especially after being in Thailand for the summer and training and fighting and all that good stuff. I wanted to take a week to also not just give my body a break from the sparring side of it, but to still get cardiovascular conditioning, aerobic and anaerobic conditioning. Excuse me, guys. It's about like eight forty five side note. I just finished up eating like maybe thirty minutes ago. I got actually done eating earlier tonight so i can start fasting earlier so i'm still kind of digesting and whatnot so don't mind me but with all that being said going back to the original point of using other aspects of conditioning besides live skill conditioning to reduce injury risk while also still being able to increase performance and challenge the body to grow and beyond that honestly since i am a new coach at F45, I believe no matter what you're doing, coaching, teaching, or involved in, if you're not doing it or using it yourself, A, you're kind of a hypocrite, not kind of, you're A, you're a hypocrite, and B, how can you really be the best or optimal coach that you can be without firsthand experience? So I thought that was very important, and I wanted to make it uh, a point this week specifically to uh, take as many classes as I could, especially on the days that I was coaching so that I knew firsthand what the class is going to be like. I can get a feel for the programs. And the cool thing about F45 is they are constantly changing their programs. So I'm going to have to continuously work in some days. Even when I go back onto my protocol with acceleration in this upcoming week, I'm going to still work in. um, I'm still probably going to do maybe one or two days a week. Maybe I'll do more. Maybe I'll do less depending on the week and how my body feels. But I want to make sure I'm constantly implementing those programs into my training. A, because I actually like the effect it's having on my body i find it since i'm not in thailand and the like i said yesterday the total time training isn't the same it makes it easier to get a good intense training session in which helps with obviously staying lean keeping some fat off um like i said after thanksgiving i put weight on just like all of us did but i was kind of conscious of it i kind of had a plan and this was my plan enjoy the short contained window of food but then start to do some intermittent fasting increase the interval training get your body back down where you want it to be and then we can start supporting our muscle structure and all that good stuff so with all that being said boom today was a day where i didn't do any interval training for uh with f45 didn't take any classes um i was actually sleeping really late today i slept like 9 30 
or maybe I didn't even get out of bed till like nine forty-five. Um, got to go for a walk, do my normal breakfast routine. Let's actually pull out the phone, guys. I don't want oh, like again. I gotta check the calendar to make sure I'm staying on point with all this fun stuff. And because it's Saturday, it's a little bit more of a relaxed vibe. And today and tomorrow, I wanted to give myself almost active recovery days and um, get let my body recover and catch up a little bit. So went to go get some breakfast. And <laughs> by the time I actually ate, it was like 11 o'clock. So I don't know if you really want to call that breakfast. I still consider it breakfast. After I walked and got all my stuff done and got work done, all that good stuff. Took care of some errands and... Um, then I had to take care of some personal stuff with me and Ash. Everything's good now, guys. Don't don't worry. Nothing actually negative now. Um, but it was just some something regarding health uh, with Ashley and I. Really more. It's, we're a team, so it's both of us. Um, but all good. And unfortunately, I wasn't able. To, we had a social with F45 and Ashley had work. So um, she had to go in a little late. I unfortunately wasn't able to make the social kind of take care of some things um so shout out to everyone from f45 that came down wish i could have been there i'll see you guys next time good news is we everything's cool um just had to kind of find something out and hopefully in the coming months i'll be able to shed some more light on this topic um it can potentially be really really exciting so fingers crossed for that but right now it's just something we had to deal with and yeah, so that was the day. Um, I squeezed in a workout because, you know, again, life can throw you curveballs. I didn't really plan on that. I was planning on going to the gym at a different time. Ended up being able to get to the gym, got my kickboxing workout in. Again, not a really intense workout, more focusing on, again, today was kind of a skill day, active recovery day. Uh, did nine rounds, um, really Focusing, I, I've been doing a lot of southpaw work, forcing myself to stay southpaw because one thing going back to even the neurological side is I noticed I was getting more fatigued than I normally do doing, let's say, six rounds, nine rounds than in my orthodox stance. And I realized, oh, it's because I have to jab with my right hand when I'm normally jabbing with my left hand. I have to kick more with my right leg on teeps and switch kicks when I'm normally using my lead leg, my left leg, I'm sorry. And I realized, again, it's not just muscularly, it's also neurologically, my body has to fire more, which is more taxing. Once you develop those pathways and it becomes more efficient, it's not as taxing neurologically. Now then there's the other side of the equation, when you can fire those neuro, neurological pathways faster, you can actually have more muscle recruitment, which is more taxing on the muscular system, which creates more hypertrophy growth and all that other aspects of performance, but neurologically, it's not as taxing. So it's like a catch-22. Yeah, it's more neurologically taxing, but it's not as muscularly taxing, or it's going to be more muscularly taxing. It's not neurologically taxing necessarily. So, And then we can even go into the conversation of, well, technically it becomes even more neurologically taxing as it's more muscularly challenging because as those neurological pathways are smoother and they're running faster, yes, it doesn't take as much energy or time to hit those pathways, but then as we're using more muscle, then we're recruiting more and then more neurological pathways are firing that weren't firing. So it's like this never ending cycle of, you know, more energy requirements and all that fun stuff. And this is where I would love to have uh, Dr. Tony Ricci. And we've even talked to him on, on podcasts in the past and um, he breaks it down way more uh, scientifically and clearly than I ever could at this point on what's really going on with the body and how all that comes into play but long story short i was able to get my work in um take care of business 
felt good. Got my sauna in afterwards. Got my recovery, my stretch. Got back. Had I got to eat earlier. I wasn't getting back late today, so it was nice where I can you know actually get food in and get my fasting started closer to sunset, closer to like seven thirty eight instead of like eight thirty nine, nine thirty, um, which definitely I feel makes a difference already. And yeah, I even been able to. Unfortunately, last night I didn't go to bed too. Uh, too early. I was up kind of late again doing work, which I planned on, but which is hence why I slept a little late today. But feeling already kind of tired as it is, so I feel like I'll be able to catch up and get to bed earlier tonight, which is a good sign. And yeah, today's a little boring, but kind of wanted it to be that way. Today's going to be boring in that sense, and tomorrow will be nice and relaxing as well. We're going to go see um, Ashley's aunt and uncle, my aunt and uncle. Um, that live down here in North Carolina. Then we haven't actually seen them since we've been down here. So I'm really excited to see them. They're like, I think a half hour, hour and away. They rented a cabin and whatnot close by. So I think they're coming out to Asheville or we're going to go out to them. I really don't even know. Actually, it's, it's the one thing I love about Ashley's side of the family. It's <laughs> as much as we make plans, it's last minute. And that's kind of how I like to live my life. I like to have plans, but I like to be able to be free and change plans and not get too stressed about it, which more on my side, not even my, more on my dad's side of the family is more like these are the plans. We're regimented. This is what we're doing at five oh five. We're here. Five ten. We're here. Five fifteen. We're here. And if you take a minute off of that, it can get a little stressful and a little um, a bit too much. But it's it's got its pros and cons for sure. And I can definitely see that in both mine and Ashley's lives. Um, so yeah, it's gonna be a nice relaxing weekend. We're gonna go. Hopefully, I think we're gonna get to uh, chop a Christmas tree down tomorrow. I'm hearing some uh, reports apparently that there's kind of like a shortage on trees because in 2008 and 2009 when the recession was hitting, they didn't plant as many trees for financial reasons and because it usually takes eight or so years for a Christmas tree to become full size and mature, we're now feeling it, which kind of sucks. But I think we're going to get a tree tomorrow, see family, hang out. I'm going to do another active recovery day tomorrow. I think I'm just going to go for a walk and maybe shadow box, not even go to the gym, still try and move a little bit. And keep it a little bit more relaxed. Might not even really. I'm, I'm trying to stay away. I think from coffee tomorrow, like I normally do on Sundays. Maybe even try and get away from work altogether. Just do the podcast. Um, and yeah, but one thing I wanted to share with you guys. I wanted to see who of you has seen the new. It's not even that new. I think it's maybe a year old already. A documentary on Netflix uh, with Tony Robbins. I'm not your guru. I started it like uh, a month ago or something. I don't even know when. I like maybe a couple weeks ago, and I watched like an hour of it. I put it on from time to time. I just watched like another 20, 30 minutes, and um, I really do like what Tony Robbins has done and his mission, his passion, his energy, all that stuff. And I, I really do uh, want to take my kind of career and passion with life of a fighter to that kind of realm to some extent where I really don't want to be considered what's called a motivational speaker or, you know, life development coach. You know, I don't like those kind of names. Um, Tony Ricci has a great name for what he does, which is called the performance coach. And I think that's the best way to put it because even if you want to be a sports performer or you want to be a life performer, performance coaching is how I want to look at it. And that's where I think the health and fitness side comes into play. And that's like three pillars that we've built Life of a Fighter on that embody it is educate, inspire, and improve. And I really want to educate 
you guys, the audience, anyone that, that I can reach, inspire you, and then improve your lives and improve my life in the same time while doing that. Educate myself as well, inspire my own self, and then improve my own life. And I found that really worked well for me when I focus on those things and keep that narrow, short vision path on what I'm clearly trying to do. And I want to share that. Um, and I've had some interesting uh, potential opportunities arise. Like I said, we we're talking with Reggie Johnson, um, with a buddy of mine over at Disney, potentially being able to speak with them and carry on my mission. So that's something that um, I've always loved to do anyway. As you guys can tell, I love talking. Whether someone's here or not, I can talk, no problem. And I love crunching numbers and data and studying, especially when it comes to health and fitness. So I really, um, I'm going to continuously work on that. And I think. A really good place that I'm going to continuously invest my energy into besides doing those engagements is on the fitness and nutrition vault, continuously putting content up. Uh, this is only the sixth day, but I'm really liking what what this has kind of kept into my day. It's, it's given me extra structure where it's a, no matter what happens, I know I got to get this podcast on. I know I got to get that post up. And I hope it gives you guys some value. I've had people already reach out to me. That's how um, Reggie originally even got in touch with me in the first place. He originally was um, subscribing on the newsletter, listen to some of the shows, boom. And, and it's so I'm already starting to see that it can make an impact. And that was the hardest thing. Even last night, I was kind of thinking, I'm like, you know what? Yeah, it's great. Uh, but sometimes I feel like it's never enough. I'm not doing enough and it's not coming fast enough. And it's frustrating. And I've noticed I've even been in Asheville, say six weeks or less than two months. And I'm like, you know, I felt like I'd be already completely networked into the whole town. And then I realized I've only been here like not even two months. And I've already been able to start coaching and start networking, going to meetings, potentially working with the, the hospital down here and some of their facilities and working potentially uh, as a performance coach with the, the local minor league team here. And some of these things. So it's like, the reason I'm sharing this with you guys is the transparency aspect, but also to kind of give you a mirror to look at yourself and saying, hey, when you're starting to get down or frustrated with a situation, look at those positive things. Kind of give yourself a reflection. And if you can't see those things, Joe Rogan has this great saying. It's like, if you were going to start a movie of a hero and today was starting of the movie, how would you live your life? If, it, if you knew the outcome was going to be, hey, you're the hero of the movie. You knew that something positive was going to happen. How would you live your life? What would you do? You're the hero. Boom, live your life like that. And that's something you can do right now no matter what your situation. So that's something that I really want to kind of stress to you guys. And um, I'm going to try and continuously put up more tools in the fitness nutrition vault. If you guys are interested in more and you're unsure about what really is going on, reach out to us. I can explain a little bit more about it. But it's really simple. Um, you go to our shop. It's 50 bucks for the whole year, which is really, I don't know how to explain. If you don't realize that's a deal, I don't know what else to tell you, but reach out to me and I can help you kind of maybe understand a little bit more. We just uploaded over 80 eBooks covering topics from addiction to smoking, to fitness, to nutrition, to weight training, to kettlebells, to yoga, to kickboxing, to wrestling, to everything in between. We got a bunch of great stuff up in there. I'm posting new fighter guides. I got a new one coming out in the next couple of weeks. Um, we constantly have new partnerships. We're going to have new exclusive deals going on there. And yeah, so I mean, really, just what you're going to get from that alone is worth it for really one month. But I wanted to make it as affordable as possible for everybody. And um, yeah, just reach as many people as possible. So appreciate everything for the feedback, guys. I hope you guys are getting something out of this too, uh, more and more every day. And yeah, keep reaching out to me. If, if there's something that you want me to talk about that I haven't covered really or it's beyond what we're talking about, let me know. I'm always glad to talk about these things. And yeah, please, one thing I haven't really done too much of, excuse me, 
that I want to just randomly continuously try and do is if you guys know someone that could benefit from whether it's the podcast, the website, or working with myself or one of our coaches directly, shoot me an email or click on top of the website, lifeoffighter.com. If you're already there, you see on the top right, it says uh, refer a friend. And if you're not, if you're listening to this on your phone or whatever not, go to lifeofafighter.com, the tab all the way to the right, refer a friend, click on it. It gives us like a little survey, how are we doing? And then it also says if you have a friend or someone that can benefit, put their information in. And there's two things, two reasons we do that. A, obviously we want to help more people. And B, I think the best spokesperson for what we do is going to be you guys, the ones that we're already helping and influencing and kind of working with. And the cool thing about it is I try and give back as much as possible. We're going to give you guys money for that so you can get a credit of five bucks um, to use however you want per referral that you kick over, um, whether it's you want to use that for the fitness nutrition vault or whatever not. So, And what I mean by that is not just $5 one time, but if you use the $5 on your membership, it's $5 off. So it'll be $45 every year. It won't be 45 for the first year and then back up to 50 No, we knocked that off. And um, you can get it down to as low as 20 bucks. So if you want to refer a bunch of people and knock that down, or if you want to use it to your pro coach membership, if you want to use it to our premium membership or for coaching sessions, you can redeem it for however you want. Um, and then also the cool thing for the person you refer, they also get a, a discount as well. And I'm going to give them some kind of welcoming consultations and a little bit invest more time, especially if it's family. Cause to me, you guys are family and friends of families are yours or my family as well. And even for obviously new people coming in, I want to make you family, but obviously I don't know you yet. So once I do get to know you, we kind of get to realize more Then I can kind of uh, even help more. So yeah, I just want to help guys. So if you can share it, like, comment, um, and just refer people if you feel like it's a good fit, I really appreciate it. And that's really my spiel for the day. Uh, I'm going to wrap it up, relax a little bit. I think I'm going to finish up that Tony Robbins thing. I got like 30 minutes left on it. Do a little bit more work so I can have peace of mind tomorrow to actually try and relax a little bit. And then hang out uh, when Ash gets back from her wedding that she's doing her wedding planning on. She'll be back hopefully by like midnight. So we'll get to hang out a little bit before we go to bed. And have an awesome day tomorrow. I will check you guys tomorrow, fighters. Peace. So I just wanted to say thank you guys again for watching, listening, consuming that episode. If you guys enjoyed it and you haven't already, please like, uh, please comment. If you haven't reviewed, please leave a review. If you haven't followed or subscribed, please do that as well. Again, it tremendously helps us out. And then just a quick reminder, if you guys want more resources, we have them below. We have our programs, everything from free all the way up to paid and kind of everything in between dial in with the customization and we have more information on different programs and resources in our newsletter. So if you haven't signed up for that, do so below. It's free. And that is it y'all. See you on the next one.